Three boys allow a black widow spider to sting them, believing they turn into Spider-Man, and a man is facing a $7,000 fine for wrestling with a bear at a Polish zoo and not wearing a mask, and Denmark asks romantic travelers to show proof of their love affair at the border upon entering. This is the Weird AF News for Tuesday. From all around the world, Weird AF News. I got segments for you guys. I got segments. This is your host, Jonesy. So happy to be here. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian during the lockdown. I'm recording from a closet because I'm high, high class, baby. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Three young boys allow a black widow spider to bite them in the hopes of turning into Spider-Man. Three young Bolivian brothers were hospitalized after getting a black widow spider, which happens to be poisonous, to bite them on the ass, thinking it would turn them into Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I want all the powers of a Spider-Man. Come here, black widow, bite me in the face. The Marvel-loving siblings age 12, 10, and 8, found the Black Widow spider while herding goats in Shyanta. Yeah, there's still goat herders in this world. If you take anything away from this article, just learn that in Bolivia, on the side of a mountain, there's some goat herders, and apparently they've seen Spider-Man. They got Netflix on the sides of hills in Bolivia. Uh, the area is called Shyanta. Now, these boys thought it would give them superpowers, this Black Widow, so they prodded it with a stick until it bit each of them in turn. Finding them crying among their sheep, the mother rushed them to a nearby health center, which then transferred them to a nearby hospital. The would-be Peter Parkers were transferred a third time to the Children's Hospital in La Paz, which I know is the capital of Bolivia. Jonesy, how do you know the capital of Bolivia? Well, I looked into going there once. They arrived at the Children's Hospital with fevers, tremors, muscle pains. Yeah, you were bit by a black widow. This is what's going to happen. Did they shoot spider webs out of their wrists? I doubt it. At the children's hospital, they were successfully treated and discharged almost a week after they had been bitten. But it was a scary time. Uh, the media shared this drama as a warning to some parents, saying, For children, everything is real. Movies seem real, even though they are in fact an illusion. With venom 15 times stronger than a rattlesnake's. Damn, really? I didn't know a black widow was that powerful. I've seen one in, in Los Angeles. Black widows are one of the most feared spiders in the world. And the most venomous in North America. While the black widow bites are usually not fatal, children are among those most at risk, along with the sad elderly. These spiders are not aggressive, and they bite only in self-defense, such as if you were prodding them with a stick, hoping that they would bite you so you could become a superhero. Uh, yeah, when prodded by young superhero fans, this is a dangerous situation. And by the way, this is why we need disclaimers all over the world, because people don't know common sense. They see a movie or a cartoon, and they think that is real life. I always wondered, where do these cockamamie, excuse my language, cockamamie, Disclaimers come from. I'll see a, a very small kitty swimming pool that's one foot deep, perhaps 10 inches deep. I don't know if you're in Europe what that equiv equivocates to. A small amount of centimeters deep, and in the center of the kitty pool will be the words, no diving, in huge letters. I always thought, how foolish. Who is that sign for? 
Who is it? Who is it for? Who is that sign for? What idiot is diving into this pool? You just look at it and you know if you dive, you're going to break your face. But alas, there are dumb people out there. I don't want to call these children stupid. They're just a little misguided. They saw a movie in the middle of Bolivia and they thought, hey, this is real life sometimes. You know, they were sheep herders and they just had a dream of being Spider-Man. And I don't blame them. What kind of life is a sheep herder in Shantaya? You know, you just want to shoot webs out of your wrists and scale tall buildings and save ladies. I get where they're coming from. But they were just missing a little bit more information. What is the origin story of Spider-Man? Wasn't it a radioactive spider of some sort? They got to find themselves a radioactive Black Widow. That would have done the trick. Disclaimer, disclaimer. I need to tell you, do not allow yourself to be bit by a radioactive Black Spider. Weird AF News does not condone it. Weird AF News does not support that. You will not become a superhero that can shoot webs out of your wrists. Disclaimer, disclaimer. A man is facing a $7,000 fine for wrestling with a bear at a Polish zoo and breaking COVID-19 rules by not wearing a face mask. Sir, what is wrong with you? You know you need to wear a mask when you're breaking into Polish zoos and wrestling with bears, you silly man. You can't be pile-driving bears without a mask. That's dangerous. A man's been fined for animal cruelty. Cruelty? (laughs) Did he win the fight? (laughs) Unbelievable. After he jumped into a bear enclosure at a Polish zoo and wrestled with one of the animals. First of all, are zoos opened in Poland? I had no idea. The 23-year-old who was thought to have been drunk at the time, yeah, no shit, drunk, uh, was filmed by baffled visitors at Warsaw's Zoo, which had just reopened after Poland's coronavirus lockdown was eased. Oh, they're just opening up zoos in Europe now, are they? The parks are still closed in Paris, but the zoos are opened in Warsaw. That makes no sense to me. In this video at the zoo, the unnamed man who's 23 years old and really a little too old to be wrestling a bear, in my opinion, you want to you wanna do that as a teenager... <laughs> He can be seen wandering around an artificial island while a large bear called Sabrina moved towards him. <laughs> Sabrina? That's a... Hmm, is that a Polish name? When the intruder spots the elderly ex-circus bear, he panics, throws himself into the water surrounding the exhibit. Oh no, he was afraid of Sabrina. I would be too. At first he tries to swim away from Sabrina, but the animal trots after him and then launches itself into the river as well. As the crowd watches on... Oh man. Can you imagine watching this? This would be the best day of my life. Oh, my goodness. I'd be so thrilled to see this happen in real time right in front of my face at the zoo. I'd be like, this is the best day at the zoo ever. As the crowd watches, the pair grapple and they wrestle in the water for more than a minute. He wrestled a bear in the water? Wow. At one point, the man jumps on the bear's back while tightly holding onto its ears. Come on. Eventually, he pushes the bemused creature away before desperately scrambling out of the water and climbing to the top of the artificial island. Now, a spokesman for the zoo explained that the man was very lucky. Only Sabrina was in the enclosure at that time. Uh, Here's a quote from this guy. She used to belong to circus and is accustomed to presence of people, but she absolutely did not expect human attack. Sabina. Oh, it says Sabina down here. Up here it says Sabrina. Well, which is it? Sabrina or Sabina? Sabina, an old bear who was attacked by an adult man, physically came out of this event unscathed. She's very stressed right now. We have a very stressed bear on our hands. Of course this bear is stressed. Goodness gracious. Imagine you're just chilling at a zoo. You're eating your twigs and berries or whatever the hell bears eat. Next thing you know, some human jumps in there with a 
with a young haircut and probably carrying some human viruses. Who knows? Definitely some human germs. Ew. Humans are gross. That, that just ruins your day. Had one of the zoo's younger and less docile bears been present, the intruder could have suffered serious injuries. <laughs> Is this a good Polish accent? I have no idea. After the firefighters arrived to rescue the man from the enclosure, he was arrested and charged with animal cruelty and disturbing the peace and for not wearing a face mask under Poland's COVID-19 regulations. The guy was wasted. Are you out of your mind? You expect him to be prepared with a mask? A drunk person entering a zoo bear enclosure? You expect him? That's like fining him for having his shoes untied or something stupid. Or like fining him for jaywalking to the zoo that day. So silly. This guy was sentenced to 20 hours per month of community service. That's it? Wow. Poland, really? Slap on the wrist? You know what would happen in the U.S. if he did this, man. He also faces a fine of between one and $6,000. He's been forced to promise to give up alcohol. How do they work that in Poland? We also want you to promise to give up alcohol. Do you promise? Do you? Okay, pay, you're going to work for 20 hours community service and promise? Promise not to give up, the, promise to give up alcohol? You promise not to look at a bear for the rest of your days? Unbelievable. Well, the zookeeper says, now it says Sabrina. So what is it, Sabina or Sabrina? Sabrina was not harmed during the scuffle. I should hope not. What kind of big grizzly bears harmed by a 23-year-old? Uh, she's very nervous, though, and they had to placate her. This bear has to be placated. See what you did, sir? You ruined her day. Sabina has suffered much Great psychological discomfort. <laughs> it's terrible. What are you doing over there? Hmm? Just wear... If you're going to break into a zoo cage, by the way, just wear a mask. Wear a mask. Disclaimer. Disclaimer number two in this episode. Do not break into zoos and wild animal types of enclosures, even if you are wearing a mask and don't jaywalk. It's dangerous. I got to cover all my bases here so nobody sues me. I have nothing... The country of Denmark asks romantic travelers to show some proof of their love. Danish officials eased coronavirus restrictions for travelers from other Scandinavian countries and Germany, providing they are visiting the country for a legitimate purpose. The new regulations allow entry for people seeking to reunite with their spouses or fiancés in the Scandinavian country. The easing also applies to other romantic couples who had been in a relationship for at least six months. However, the partner who is attempting to cross the border would be required to present evidence of this relationship and for its duration. Here's a quote from Alan. They can bring along a photo or a love letter. <laughs> oh, yeah, a love letter. Do you know what year it is, Alan? A love letter. Who the hell has written a love letter in the past 100 years? I'd like to know that. Who is Alan? 100 years old? Who is this person? Alan Clausen, the deputy chief police. Wow. You must show a love letter to come into Denmark. Do you have a love letter? Smelling like the perfume of your romantic partner? <laughs> a love letter. Oh, what about one of those little lockets around your neck too? Alan, are you 1,000 years old? What the hell is wrong with you? Here's a quote from uh, Alan. I realize these are very intimate things, but the decision to let in the partner ultimately rests on the judgment of the individual police officer. 
Yeah, just show some text messages going back six months or something. Photos of you together. You must have photos of you together. These photos have a date in your phone. You can show them. You know, show them some nudes. Look at I got this nude two months ago. Okay, we've been dating for eight months. It took me six months to get her to send me a nude. <laughs> Later, the government said that within a couple days, partners of residents of Denmark living across one of its borders would be asked to produce a written declaration to be granted entry. If you say you are in a relationship and put it in writing, that is enough, said the Justice Minister Nick. Well, Nick is a reasonable guy. Put it in writing. Just let people get together. Who gives a damn? You're going you're gonna to really question someone who's made the effort to travel to another country to see their, the person they want to see? Like at that point, if you've made the effort, you've come to the border, you've shown up, just give me her name or his name and be on your way already. I'm backed up over here. Let the people in. Jeez. Is this love that I'm feeling? I'm gonna prove it with this stupid love note. Oh, good news. The police say they will acknowledge tech mes text messages. Well, way to live in the 21st century, Denmark police. Um, they'll accept text messages or personal information as evidence. <laughs> personal information? What is that? You know their name <laughs> and address? Well, that just could be a stalker, guys. Notably, the partners would need to prove they had regular in-person meetings before the crisis as relationships which consisted, quote, solely of written or telephone correspondence would not be recognized. Why not? What if you met somebody, you know, on a dating app and you were cultivating a virtual romance, an online relationship, and you just wanted to have that culminate in a face-to-face -face meetup, you know? I don't see what's wrong with that. They say that this would not be recognized, though, in the context of the current entry restrictions. Danish authorities say this. They added it was up to the visitor to decide what information he would present to border officials. Some opposition lawmakers slammed the new procedure over privacy concerns. Oh, really? Here's a quote from someone who was going to slam it. Christian Hegard. I've never heard of a country where entry requires the showing of intimate texts or photos from a partner. We finally allowed couples to visit each other, but did not abolish the right of privacy, you know. Good point, Christian. I like that. I like where you're going with that. No, you shouldn't force people to show their private text messages or nudes or whatever. I'm just joking with the nudes. Under the rules that went into force on Monday, grandparents would also be allowed to enter Denmark to visit their grandchildren. Very nice, very nice Danish grandchildren. You get to be visited by mommy and papi from another country. So good, so good. Ooh, the list also includes students attending Danish colleges, people who travel to receive medical treatment, attend a funeral, or appear in a trial. <laughs> oh man, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go to trial. The next country over, dude. Just stay here. Don't go. Also, the tourists would be allowed to cross the border if they have a holiday home in Denmark and intend to spend some time there. <laughs> of course, why would they show up if they didn't intend to spend time there? Hello. While those seeking to vacation in a rented property or a hotel would actually be turned away. Oh, come on. If I put up some money for a hotel, you're going to turn me away? But if someone shows up to get laid, to get to come in? <laughs> just let everybody in. Dane, Denmark, just be glad people want to come to your country. Okay, what do you have going for yourselves? I have no idea. I don't know what, I don't know what they have to offer. Somebody want to clue me in on what's going over there? What's happening in Denmark? Any, do I have any listeners in Denmark? I have no idea. Don't they make chocolate? Some like pretty, pretty sweet pastries. Hey, Denmark, do you make sweet pastries? I like some of your pastries. Are you going to like turn me away at the border or something? What if I show you like a long text message between me and a, 
a pastry maker. <laughs> we want to bring our pastry love affair to the next level by me coming there. Wow, I am out of my mind. <laughs> What's up, weirdos? This is Jonesy. I just got off my horse. Going to do the outro to this <laughs> to this episode. I'm glad you stayed on till the very end. You could have left at any time, but you didn't. You stayed. Oh, boy, my heart. I want to give some love to Samantha who sent me chocolate. Oh, my goodness. She sent me three dark flavored chocolate bars. I'm talking like high percentage cacao. Is that how you say it? Cacao? Like 80%, 70%. Oh, I love this shit. So good. Thank you, Sam. You made my day. Why do I love dark chocolate so much? Because it gets me high, man. <laughs> if you guys want to send me a gift, just reach out to me like Sam did. Ask for my address. You can send me pretty much anything except for a virus. Please don't send me a virus. Do you want to send me a love letter? Apparently, those are popular in Denmark. <laughs> I also want to show some love to my man James. James Boo or Bo. Who joined the Patreon. Yeah, big shout out to James. He also wrote me a super awesome long message too. And uh, it says, he goes, I'm not even sure if you read these, Jonesy. (laughs) Of course I read them, dude. He goes, I wanted to make sure you know there is someone out here enjoying your work. Thank you, James. I appreciate that. Uh, He says, I love what you do. Um, Who would have thought to scour the news for these awesome gems? I'm so glad you did. Uh, He said, uh. Today's show confused me a little bit. I, I don't understand what is supposed to be so weird. Doesn't every man air dry his twigs and berries out the window? This seems to be normal behavior, not weird behavior, Jonesy. In fact, since they are almost always already out the window, we usually just wave our units as a sort of head shade, head shade nod of nonverbal greeting, like, hey, dude, how's it going? But with our shaken penises. Maybe it's just a local Houston thing, but I would think people do that everywhere. <laughs> This guy is so funny. James, you really made me laugh with this email, man. Thank you so much. He says, keep it up, stay weird, stay funny, and stay out of Florida, Jonesy, LOL. Oh, man, I love emails like this. Some of my listeners are funnier than me. I swear to God. I got some funny-ass listeners. Absolutely appreciate you, James. Thank you for the shout-out. Thank you for the message. Thank you for uh, for joining the Patreon. I appreciate that. Please enjoy the extra content you will get on the Patreon. I've been posting stuff all week long on there, and I'm putting up a bonus episode. Let's see. I'm recording it tomorrow with my buddy Dave Neal, who's coming over my apartment with his equipment. You see the risk I take for this bonus episode for you guys on the Patreon? I let a stranger inside of my house, this Dave Neal character. Ooh, what is up with this guy? He's a New Englander like me. That's why I love him so much. And a baseball player. Very good. He's got a great podcast, too, called The Sex Actually Podcast, where him and his fiance uh, they break down uh, relationships. And I've been on there a few times as a guest. They're awesome. They're awesome. And, and Dave is... Uh, Dave's a great guy to have on any podcast. He's he's uh, he's very intelligent and very funny and oftentimes more funny than me, which is why if you're listening to a bonus episode with me and Dave, you will laugh a lot. You will get double the laughs because you'll laugh at what I say and then you'll laugh at what Dave says. Probably more so Dave. Uh, yeah, so check out those bonus episodes. James, now that you're a Patreon, a patron, um, please enjoy that stuff. You can you guys can join the patron. I know you're, you're wondering how. It's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weird AF news. That's it. That's how it goes. You can you can get some bonus material like the alligators everywhere MP3 that you can download to your song and listen while you hi so hi. I want to get high. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do a Cypress Hill impression right now. You'll have to pay for that. 
Uh, <laughs> but I'm taking requests, baby. Oh, yeah. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. The phone number, 646-450-2012, because I rule. Uh, also, on Instagram, it's at funnyjones. On Twitter, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it is comedian Jonesy. And I'm in the midst of building a Weird AF News website. Uh, I'm using some of the money that I get from the Patreon to put back into the show. Like, you know, I've, I've been wanting to have a website for so long. And uh, so I went out I went out and paid for some stuff. So now I'm just figuring out how to do it myself. Everything I can do, I will do myself, and then I'll pay somebody to do the rest. That's how you got to work life, guys. You got to figure shit out. There's a lot of things on YouTube that can teach you how to do things in life, and I'm I'm utilizing that to the fullest, for sure, learning how to work WordPress and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll have a site in order pretty soon, and I want to thank all of you who have joined the Patreon and contributed to the, uh, you know, to, to my podcast and my my whole production here. And uh, as you can see, I'm using the money to uh, you know buy microphones and equipment, and uh, hopefully enough at some point to get the hell out of a closet, maybe get a studio someday. Hey, we all have dreams, right? Meanwhile, working on a website, which is pretty cool, and I thought the I thought it was deserving. And you know, if I want to be a pro. I got to do it like the other pros. So anybody know anything about SEO? I'd love some help. <laughs> I know nothing. Anyways, this outro is way too long. Thank you for listening and bearing with that. I'm really running my gums today out of control. Please forgive me. I will see you tomorrow. Much love, Jonesy. Mazda, let's make it simple. Mazda, let's air it out. Come on down to Route 60 Mazda and get yourselves a new 2003 Mazda Miata. And you too can air it out to an undercover sexy police agent. Oh, don't you do it. Hi, Jonesy. It's Charlotte from South Carolina. I had a few comments on Friday's episode. Uh, while I am not advocating for the Mazda man at all, I did want to mention that, well, at least here in South Carolina, at 8 a.m., it is a muggy 80 degrees, and there never really is a break, quote-unquote, from the mugginess. But as far as seeing into his vehicle, uh, my thought is, is that Mazdas are fairly low to the ground, and Women around here like very large SUVs. So in that case, at a red light, it would be conceivable that you would unfortunately be able to see his lap. So yeah, uh, pretty gross, but that is probably how that went down. But I want to say congratulations on your ratings. I'm super excited for you. And to the young gentleman that is 11, going on 12, I still want to squish his face like he was eight because he's adorable. All right. Well, thanks for the last of the episode with the priest (laughs) shooting the holy water (laughs) out of the super soaker. (laughs) I have listened to over and over again. The whole episode was amazing and hilarious. All right. Well, stay safe and stay weird, my friend, and we'll talk at you soon. Bye. Hey, Jones, it's Michael from Iowa City, and you were talking about the South American mayor who went on a drinking binge with his buddies and ended up hiding in a coffin when he was found by the police officers who brought him to justice for not socially distancing and for breaking the rules of uh, quarantine. Well, uh, I was just laughing about that to myself because – when he's captured, 
he was laying in a coffin with a mask on. Um, okay, well, he was hiding and pretending to be dead. Where was he at when he was found? I mean, <laughs> who has easy access to a coffin? <laughs> I don't have one of those laying around my home or, you know, in his office, his mayoral office. Did I mean, okay, did they chase him down to a funeral home? Or he hopped in a coffin? Okay, that's what I want to know. Where, where was he at that he had access to a coffin to hop into and hide, you know? Uh, and, and why did he have a mask on when he's found? You know, it's like, okay, well, if they catch me, uh, I'll at least have my mask on and I'll be able to claim that I'm following the rules. Or did he just have it on to to hide his smirk underneath, you know, because he couldn't keep from laughing, from uh, trying to, you know, hold back his laughter for his ridiculous stunt. Or, you know, he's halfway drunk when they found him. They said he was intoxicated. Does he know when he's laying there trying to hide from the police that he's going to be, you know, heavy breathing under there while he's, you know, being pretending to to be dead. It's just such a ridiculous, preposterous situation. Uh, that's what's crazy. And, you know, you, you said that uh, it was nuts that he was acting that way, and um, you wondered if there was a way to remove him from office. Yeah, most uh, mayoral people have a way of being removed either by the city council or yes, that he could be impeached. I don't know that, but there are ways to remove him. And then you mentioned you thought this was the craziest actions you'd ever seen from a mayor. I just want to remind you, you've reported on plenty of stories from Florida before with mayors with pretty crazy stunts that they've pulled down there. I'm not sure if this one beats the Florida stories. Anyway, uh, look into today's Florida Friday stories. Take care, buddy. Be safe. Bye-bye.